everyone, you're listening to the Jersey Church Podcast, where we give practical tips to equip people to care and connect others to Christ. Welcome back to the Jersey Church Podcast. We're grateful you joined us again as we record uh, another episode remotely. This is actually the, the second full take tried once a little bit ago, uh, a few days ago, and, and a lot of glitching with, uh, with our internet connection. So hopefully this will be much smoother. So we apologize in advance for this episode getting out uh, what will end up being a little bit later than normal. Currently, I find myself uh, at our kitchen table, which has turned into my office. Uh, I feel like one of those uh, neighborhood uh, watchdogs that knows exactly where they're uh, when their neighbors are coming and going, uh, <laughs> and uh, who's leaving when, who's staying home, who's going to work. Uh, it just comes with the windows I'm looking out. So, yeah. Reed, how about you? Where do you find yourself these days? Uh, well, I think I found a new nickname for you. We're gonna call you Watchdog. No. And, uh, yeah, you're no. gonna be. Todd Watchdog Speltzer. Um, <laughs> well, I'm in my guest bedroom, and, and that's been converted, and I say that in air quotes, um, not really much conversion has happened. Uh, and my, this is where I'm working from now, my, my guest bedroom, and, and I've already heard my doorknob turn once with my three-year-old on the outside. So if you hear that, my bad, uh, but uh, I've locked him. Otherwise, he will come in, and he will talk to us, uh, and you probably might all enjoy that more than even <laughs> talking to us. But, um, but yeah, that's where we're at. So we've been here. It was this week, week three now. We're entering. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Of just yeah. yeah, it's been interesting. I think um, uh, the president said uh, that we would be in something like this in quarantine till early May. Did I hear that right, Todd? Mm-hmm. That's been the latest, I think, as of uh, Sunday night. So that gives you a little timing of when we're recording. Yeah. But. Uh, so with all that said, I mean, in, in this episode, we, we want to continue talking about our response uh, to the coronavirus, and our plan is to talk about it in two general ways, what it looks like to respond from an inward perspective, and then what it looks like to respond from an outward perspective. So for inward, you know, what happens if uh, a person is still overwhelmed by it all? You know, whether that's due to a loss of job or uh, sickness or just being inundated with uh, updates, or it could be that they've not been really affected in a drastic way, but just the general fear and anxiety surrounding it all uh, could could still have them um, in just having, you know, multiple moments of, uh, of being overly, overly concerned. And, you know, for example, while I preached a week or so ago, I, you know, I was focused on in the message, providing people the plan from God's word and you know, navigate unprecedented times. But, but the number one response I heard from people after the fact was just how they could relate to my personal struggle leading up to the message and just having a moment myself where, uh, just uncertain what what was going to take place in the in the days to come, and so to me, this was a great reminder that we're all in a spiritual battle, and it's times like this that magnify the intensity of that battle. And so we can't encourage enough to continue clinging to Jesus, uh, keep moving forward. If you find yourself in those uh, in those moments, you know, spend time in His Word. You know, go to places like Psalm ninety one and. Psalm 46 and Psalm 34, just a few that 
that we've been recommending to people and, and take your time going through them as, as long as you need to uh, in order for God's word to you know, transform your heart and mind once again. So um, we didn't want to just gloss over that fact and, and move on to you know, other responses, but we really wanted to touch on that first before we moved on to, uh, to other aspects. So, so Matt, how about the person that you know, could be weathering this season okay, but you know, could still be getting used to their new normal? Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Todd definitely hit it with, um, I think you definitely hit it Todd with, with, uh, people who are, wow, I'm really struggling this morning. So trying to get my thoughts out anyways. Uh, but yeah, people who are still struggling and then, um, then people who are trying to find a rhythm. I think that's the word that Mm -hmm. I've been more Mm -hmm. in my head is what's my rhythm now. You know, what is my, my rhythm is, um, is all turned upside down and, uh, there are some good things and some bad things and some weird things, I think. And, and I think that's, you know, how are, how are we using our time wisely? How are we creating a rhythm during the quarantine that, um, you know, that is God honoring? I think that's key here of just, is our rhythm God honoring? And I think we've all, or many of us have created God honoring rhythms in our normal life of, uh, you know, work and family and being with the Lord and worship and serving him. Uh, but now all of that is like changed. And so what's mm-hmm. that, what's that look like for us? And I think there's a, there's a struggle in that. I've been talking to a lot of college students that are doing classes online and uh, they're finding themselves with a lot of time um, wasted. You know, they're, they're self-admitting that maybe they're playing too much video games. They're, they're, you know, watching too much Netflix. Um, but I think that's, you know, I, I, every time I meet with them, I talked with one yesterday, I said, look, no judgment, man. Like, like, because you're, at least you're realizing it now early and you're trying to figure out how do you, you know, how do you change your rhythm? And, mm-hmm. and so I think that's the blessing of our rhythm's been turned upside down, but the blessing is we get to build a new one. And, and so as you think about what's your new rhythm, God might be giving you an opportunity to change um, maybe some bad habits or bad rhythms you've had in the past. And so I think, you know, this, this takes us back to prayer, you know, be praying, God, how would you uh, have me change my rhythms. Like what kind of rhythm do you want me to have? Um, and cause it, I mean, it sounds like we're going to be in this for at least four more weeks. So you're going to need four more weeks of a good rhythm. Uh, and so I think there's two things, uh, that in the rhythm that you need to think through just two categories. Um, I mean there, I guess that we could add more, but I think these are two that, that right now are ones we need to focus on. The first one's family and the second one is God. So family, you know, is, is this quarantine going to be something that your family looks back on fondly and has good memories? You know, Todd, you had mentioned that to me and I've been thinking through that of like, you know, are my kids having a good time with this quarantine or are they having an awful time? You know, are mm-hmm. they, are they looking at me and going, you know, this is, this was a time when dad was around more and we got to talk with him and play with him. Or are they looking at me going, man, this is a time when dad was constantly frustrated because he's not, you know, getting the work done he wants to get done or interrupting him. Uh, so I've been trying to welcome interruptions and that's really hard. I locked the door for this uh, because, you know, some things can't be interrupted, but, um, but, you know, with things that can be when I'm just maybe reading or studying, um, you know, the kids will come in and, and we'll talk for a little bit. They brought me this thing they made the other day. And so I got it on my desk. And, and so it's, but what are your family rhythms? You know, I've, I've heard about people 
doing um, game nights and doing walks around the neighborhood. Uh, I've been running with my boys in the morning, you know, trying to spend some extra time with them. They ride their bikes while I run. Um, you know, we've been, we've been still having our family movie night once a week. Uh, I know my wife has been uh, taking them outside and, and trying to get them to play games. You know, it's, it, but it's not easy. There are times where I come down and I'm tired, but it's, it's how do we, how do we, lean into this time with our family to draw our relationships closer. I think that's what we got to figure out. Yeah. I really like the idea of welcoming interruptions. Uh, and because our, you know, your work schedules or your family life can't help but be different in, in this time. And I think we hear the word disruption used uh, all the time now. Yeah. And, but welcoming that. And, and then taking advantage and really, in a lot of ways, being thankful for it. And I mean, we've mm-hmm. eaten more family dinners together in the there last you. three weeks than I'm guessing we probably did in the last three months prior to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that uh, I've talked to a lot of people that, wow, there's more home cooked meals right now than, yeah. <laughs> you know, than we've had in the past. And, and yeah. not that that was, you know, because the person that the, the family that liked to cook was just putting that off. It's just, you know, a fact of life that mm-hmm. people aren't going out to dinner as much or out to eat as much and, yeah. and to be thankful for those times. Um, so whether it's home cooked meals, game nights, uh, walking together, running together, working out together, mm-hmm. uh, just relishing the time that the Lord has given us, um, extra time the Lord has given us with our families, knowing that, None of it will be perfect. Uh, right. Yeah. Or yeah. not all of it will be perfect. Yep. There'll be those moments. Uh, but those are to be expected and to really hone in on on those good times. So Yeah. You know, my my wife, uh, we've been doing school at home and uh one of the things we read about it was uh, create a schedule, um, mm-hmm. but hold but hold it loosely. And yeah. so uh so we 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 have a schedule but we hold it loosely, but we eat dinner together every night. And mm-hmm. I think, like you said, Todd, that's so powerful. Um, when we eat dinner together, we always ask, I always ask the boys, what was the best part of your day and what was the least favorite part of your day? Um, mm-hmm. You know, we just, and, and they're to the point now where my three-year-old will go, dad, we're going to talk about the best part of our day. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I think you just, it, the first couple of times we did it, it was really awkward and they all kind of looked at me. And actually I found that by me sharing the best part of my day gave examples for them. So like the first week we did it, um, I'd ask the question, nobody would say anything. And then I would just say, well, the best part of my day was this. And the worst part of my day was this. And then my sons now, they don't even ask me anymore. They just tell me theirs. And so mm-hmm. it starts out awkward, but it, it gets better. And, but then the other thing with this family part too, is jobs change, right? Like locations change, friends change, but your family's always your family. And I think that is one where it's really hit home for me of like, I could do all sorts of stuff to try to help people as a pastor right now. Um, but the reality is in 10 years, a lot of those people probably won't be in my life anymore. The Lord moves people, the Lord adjusts people, the Lord creates distance between us. Um, but not between my sons and I, you know, my sons will be 10 years, my sons will still be around. And I just try to keep telling myself that of, you know, is my relationship with my three boys and my wife, um, growing strong? Um, It has to start there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, so the second category then was God. Um, and I think this is a perfect opportunity where we as, as believers can dive deep into our relationship with the Lord through Bible reading and through prayer. And I would just encourage everybody, if you have not um, had a regular reading time, pick an hour of the day and do it. 
whether that's when you get up, when you go to bed in the middle of the day, just know that this is what's going to happen at such and such hour. Um, and, and if you have a regular reading plan, I would maybe try to increase it a little bit. You know, you just spend a little bit more time in the word, a little bit more time in prayer. Um, right. I, know, I know the Lord's been laying on my heart just to memorize scripture. So I'm going to really focus on memorizing scripture as extra. Um, and it's not going to be impressive, you know, in the sense of like the whole book of John or anything. But, you know, little verses here and there, um, you know, some things you can do. You can still go on prayer walks, go outside and do a prayer walk. You can listen to the Bible audibly, you know, find an app that does that. Um, you know, you can uh, you can go to the YouVersion um, Bible app and find a reading plan. And, and so, you know, just but do something that allows you to connect with the Lord. I was reading a Chip Ingram book called True Spirituality, and he talked about the best way for our minds to be made new in Christ is to be in God's word and to be in it so much that we begin to think like the Bible. You know, it's like yeah. we begin to think the thoughts of the Bible. Um, I, I was talking with this one friend who was, who was trying to memorize Psalms 119, which has like 120 verses. And he got about halfway through and he told me that, um, he said, you know what? I was driving to work one day and I was, I was listening to the radio and I just caught myself mumbling something. And I realized that I was mumbling the verses from Psalm 119. And he said, that was the first time in my life I'd ever experienced my unconscious thoughts being about God's word. Um, but, he, you know, that, but that's one reason I was like, oh, I want to try that. You know, I want to try memorizing the Bible. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to memorize Psalm 119, but memorizing parts of the Bible where my subconscious thoughts begin to be the thoughts of God. Um, yeah, I think. And how that will take prayer how that will take intentional effort because yes. it in times like this that will not come naturally no i don't know how many times uh, joel and i have talked about is if you would have asked me would the days seem longer or shorter during uh this time that we're spending more time at home and and i would have completely said oh i'm sure they're going to drag on and and be but i mean it, it's as if time speeds up yeah, uh, during this time. <laughs> it's, yes. it's like, I don't know how many days we have, you know, gotten accomplished everything we needed to and or tried along those lines. And then before you know it, it's like, oh my goodness, it is time for dinner again. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just showed me how much more intentional. All right, these are the two to three things I need to get done for work today mm-hmm. uh, or with our family today. Uh, and I think along those same lines with the Lord to use this in a proactive way to, uh, in prayer and in his word, it will take intentionality. And like you said, setting aside that time, okay, this is going to be my time and I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to try something new and, Mm -hmm. or go a little bit longer, uh, or practice a discipline that I've, I've not done or haven't done in a while and Mm -hmm. see, uh, see where God takes that. Yeah. And I think we'll find that we've got four weeks to do something and it's going to be really interesting where our hearts and minds are at and how we process, how we think, how we react. If we take a little bit of extra time every day to to practice, like you were saying, a new discipline, Um, you know, that maybe we've not tried. I mean, you think about that, like, like in four, four weeks is a long time. And if we were to do something a little bit different every day and we were to cut away the thing, the messages of the world a little bit more every day and fill it with the messages of God, our minds are going to be very different. Um, yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. I, it's just, I think it's something to, to, to aspire to in this time. Uh, and it's yes. not easy. Like you said, Todd, I love what you said. It's got to, it's going to have to be intentional. It's going to have to be intentional. 
So, um, so, Hey, so Todd, we talked about people that were struggling and then some things inwardly, like, you know, setting rhythms with family and with God, but what about outwardly? You know, as we look yeah. outwardly, how's that, how's that look for us now? Yeah. So now that we switch our focus to, to this perspective, uh, I mean, what does it look like to see this as an opportunity to be proactive beyond our family? And I know we might sound like a broken record on this podcast, continually being, bringing things back to prayer, but we just never want to gloss over that fact and, and assume that that's where all of us start. So again, it starts there, you know, and as we deny ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow Jesus, you know, what does he want us to do today for others? Whether that is just one person, yeah. whether that is a few people or on, uh, on, an, on a larger scale. You know, for example, um, one place that's taken me is really trying to be obedient to those that the Lord puts on my heart in any given day is, is act on those promptings. Mm. And if there yeah. was ever a time to do that, now would be that time. I think in times past, I would have been more inclined to use that as an opportunity to pray for them real quickly or, or write their name down uh, so that um, I can go back to that. But in any given day, uh, who the Lord brings to mind is just reaching out to them, you know, with a phone call, um, uh, text, you know, whatever that looks like. And so being faithful to, you know, the individuals, the people, and one paradigm shift that's taken for me is not starting with what, but starting with who, mm. because my, just how my mind works, you know, I, if I'm not careful, I'm, my default is going to be, what do I need to do today? What do I need to do today? What yeah. do I need to get yep. done? Yeah. Uh, you know, a sense of accomplishment and achievement. And, uh, but and it was just in prayer a, a while back and it was, you know, that paradigm shift of, you know, I want you to start with who, you know, before you move on to this task or that task, um, think and ask, you know, ask the Lord, you know, who is it today that he wouldn't want me to encourage to uh, uh, whatever, care for, whatever that looks like, depending on who that person is. So, so I think yeah. that's from an individual perspective. Yeah, I think, and, with, oops, sorry, with, no, go with, ahead. Yeah, with that, sorry, Todd and I are in the same room, so communication like that could be tough. Um, with that, you know, it's, it's interesting, uh, like you said, it's, it's starting with who, because it's so easy to go task-oriented, task um, yep. but I'm finding, like, I called a young man uh, just the other day who uh, has, he's, he's grown up in the church, he, but he's, in the last few years, he's struggled with the law, he's struggled connecting with the Lord. Um, and you know, there are times where I'll call him and he won't call me back. Uh, but I called, I, you know, the Lord just laid him in my heart as I was going through some, some lists and, and I gave him a call and he picked up and we only talked for like five minutes. But I remember after I get off the phone, like God was saying, that's, that's what I wanted you to do today. And it's so hard mm -hmm. because what I want to do today is accomplish something that I can tangibly see. And in a lot of ways, I think it's my pride that then I could go into a room with, you know, with you, Todd, or with somebody like this, say, Hey, look what I did today. Like, look at what I accomplished. Yeah. Look at this, this thing mm -hmm. that I created. And it's all about what I've done. Whereas that phone call, I have no idea why God laid him on my heart. I have no idea why mm -hmm. he even picked up the phone. We didn't really talk about anything spiritual. Um, 
I did ask him for prayer requests, you know, if, if, and, and just how he was doing. Um, but it was, it was so fascinating to get off the phone and feel a sense of peace of, I just did what God wanted me to do. Um, cause it's not about, yeah. it's not about what it's about who, uh, I, so I love that. Yeah. I love that phrase. And another thing I've found in this is, and this is real, I wouldn't have been able to predict this either. This has just come from just trying to take note of how conversations go is many of my conversations through this season have been fairly similar in a sense. Why, how are things going? You know, they're going all right. You're just trying to weather this like everybody else. And, and, um, uh, you know, and even for those that have experienced some significant things, whether it's job loss and, and it's, you know, just a lot of people taking in stride and, uh, and that's really brought me back to it. I think it's also going to take another question or two to go a little bit deeper than that. Cause I think, you know, as we look to what others could be facing that are at ground zero or on the front lines of, of this battle, you know, instantly our day-to-day struggles just pale in comparison. So I think it's, it's helping us all be mindful of, Oh my goodness, I, what I would have ordinarily complained about or brought up as something to, to talk about. It's just, I think it's, it's led a lot of us to, you know what, things are, in the grand scheme of things, uh, praise God, he has, uh, he has been uh, ever faithful yet again. And it's really taken another question to this last Sunday in our grow group. We talked about, you know, what now obviously you couldn't lead off of this question with just anybody, but a question along the lines of, you know, so what's, what's weighing heaviest on your heart or your mind right now? And that, that helped in some respects get below the surface to, because we know this has taken all of us in, in different places uh, that we wouldn't ordinarily go in our thought life or, or what have you. And, and so it, it, I think it will take some, some additional questions to get beyond surface level when you're checking in with people too. So, and then a couple other ideas is, I know um, we wanted to touch on is how to use this in a, uh, a broader scope with um, using social media, using uh, Facebook and, and different things to, to invite people to join us for worship on Sunday mornings. We're hearing a lot more about Facebook watch parties, and that's something I uh, didn't know anything about uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I know, uh, Matt, you tried it this past Sunday, and I, yeah. and I know others are, especially leading up to, I think the 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 day that is going to be the most different, of course, coming up very soon is uh, Resurrection Sunday and yeah. what that day is going to look like when we're not together. And so utilizing Palm Sunday and, and leading up to Easter uh, to invite people to uh, watch the service uh, or to watch it with you in a, uh, in a watch party. So we wanted to touch on that as well. Yeah, so uh, I did one of those this Sunday, like you said, Todd, and I had high school friends that I've not talked to in years jump on and listen to Pastor John's sermon. I had a friend who, mm-hmm. who is really far from the Lord and actually rejects a lot of, um, uh, of Christian belief, and all of a sudden I saw his name pop up, and I'm going, wait, and, and, all, and, and all I did was just throw a watch party, and I, not even, I wasn't even sure what I was doing. I wasn't even sure if people got my invite, but you know, to see those names pop across my screen 
you know, it's like, it's one way, you know, they heard the gospel, Pastor John presented the gospel. Now they may not listen to everything, but they listened to something. And because mm-hmm. uh, they were on there for a while, um, you know, and, uh, and one person popped off and I think came back on uh, even. So, so yeah, so I think that's, uh, you know, that's, that's just a, a, a powerful tool. Um, I just, I think what keeps, God keeps impressing upon me is, is that he gave us the great commission. We talked about that before in this podcast. Um, but God has not taken the great commission away in this time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and which, which means that if he commands us to do it, then he, then there's a way for us to accomplish it. Uh, and I don't mean like there's a way we can make people come to Christ, but there's a way that we can act faithfully in obedience to working towards the great commission. And it's going to look different for everybody. And so I think this is another area of prayer, um, but praying and going, Lord, how do I serve others? How do I share the gospel with others during this time? And really, you know, seek the Lord and see what he says, because, you know, he might ask some of you um, to leave your home. I, I really think that. I think he may ask some of us to, to go out and to serve the poor or to check on neighbors or um, to buy groceries for somebody. And that puts us at some risk. Uh, in that we um, we'd have to leave the the shelter of our own home, um, but I, I think he he has callings for us to do things like that. And it could also be mm-hmm. as simple as, as a, a phone call, you know, calling mm-hmm. your neighbors to check on them. You know, I called my grandma the other day because I realized I hadn't talked to her in a couple of weeks. I'm like, man, she's definitely at home, you know, with not anybody to talk to. And so, you know, that was just a simple one that the Lord laid on my heart. Um, and so again, it's going to the Lord in prayer, like Todd said, asking who, not what. But then uh, allowing God to, to give you ways for you to accomplish the Great Commission uh, and be faithful to Him. Uh, and then putting that in your rhythm, you know, putting that in your rhythm as well. Um, you know, I mean, I'm just hearing tons of stories of, of people who uh, are going over and helping. You know, we had some bad rain here and a lot of basements flooded. So we had one guy named David and he just was so excited to go over and help a, a, an older lady get her basement cleaned out. You know, we had... Um, you know, one of the guys who leads our seniors ministry here, senior adults ministry, um, he just talked about how the seniors want a phone call because they're lonely. Uh, they might need help with groceries or getting a prescription from a pharmacy, but, but you know, the phone, he, he just reiterated the phone call so that people don't feel lonely. Um, you know, I, uh, one person, you know, when they had their, this couple, when they had their grow group, um, they, they, they did it through Zoom, but then what they did is they drove around to every grow group house and left brownies on the doorstep. And obviously they took precautions with everything, not to touch, but, but, you know, just one way where they could serve people, they gave them brownies, you know, and it's, and it seems so goofy to kind of laugh at that. It's like, you just drove around for an hour and a half to every house in your grow group to give brownies. But it's like, but man, they felt like they wanted the, their people to have a little bit of joy in their life. And that was a way that they were uh, able to provide it. So, um, yeah. And that will be something they remember that we some their family yep. remember and and I'm, I'm confident uh, a lot of their group members as well so yeah. well we thank you for being with us again today and as we talked about um, you know what does it look like to respond uh, in in what we're going through uh, from an from an inward perspective as well as an outward perspective and and uh, doing our best to, to balance those two with the Lord's help and we um, thank you for being with us and we look forward to continue this conversation for however long uh, the Lord um, leads us to as we um, we continue to navigate these uh, these times together so thanks for being with us have a good week everybody take care